Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 good morning and welcome Patriot radio news hour joe and jason on this monday i hope you had a fantastic weekend out there you know the uh, barbie movie oppenheimer right uh, the uh, the propaganda in movies out there but you know what if you if you know that going in if you know that going in, I think you'll be okay. It's it's for the most people that probably don't even know uh, what's really happening with it all. But uh, that's where we come in, and, and I haven't seen it. I will say this. The only thing I've been told is uh, Barbie's a little more adult. Yeah, maybe uh, not the greatest uh, for the youngins. Uh, a lot of sexual innuendo and, and the not. So you've been warned. Uh, I was told it was funny. Uh, so, you know, there you go. There's, there, there's your movie critique to start the week. 800-951-0592. AllAmericanGold.com is the website. Of course, we got the Fed this week. Uh, we are expecting a rate hike on Wednesday. Uh, we'll talk all about that. Now, it's Monday. Normally, we have my son, Joey, with us. He will not be joining us uh, this week. Uh, he's doing some continuing education, uh, education seminars. Uh, you know, and again, uh, he's going to be in the know on on a lot of things. That's kind of one of the, the, the cool things about maybe having a financial guy that's a little bit on the younger side, right? They're all... Hey, I, I'm all into learning. I'm all into getting new licenses, learning new things. Uh, so that's what he's going to be doing. Uh, so he won't be joining us this week, Jason. But he should be back next week. Of course, you and him, neither one of you surprised that the Fed wasn't done hiking rates. No, and I wouldn't be surprised if it continues, you know, depending on what uh, information and what uh uh, what, what tickles their fancy, but if, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Obviously, they're, they're going by the numbers uh, that are fed to them. And, uh, I, Joe, I wouldn't be surprised two for sure, and then maybe we'll see. You know, I know you're, you're thinking maybe just one. I say two for sure. I could see them go to 6% before they stop. Well, and again, right, uh, Bubba Horwitz, he's a 6% guy. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll, we'll press Joey next week. Let's see what he says, uh, you know, as to... Uh, where we're going to be. And just remember, every right hike is another. It's just a more pressure on on these banks that were, hey, you know what? Maybe I, I wasn't a, I'm not a too big to fail bank. I wasn't a juggernaut bank. Uh, but but I was doing, you know, okay. You know, we, we made a little bit of money, maybe not a ton of money. Uh, now all of these banks are going to be wobbling again, uh, commercial real estate. Uh, big article over the weekend. Nobody knows where the bottom is. Uh, and, and more defaults uh, happen in commercial real estate. Right now, at least this is just my, you know, as I'm watching this, it seems like most of the buildings uh, that are heading to uh, foreclosure 
65 to 75% off. That seems to kind of be the number right now. And, and the sad part is, is all of these buildings, they were, they were financed 2015, 2016, 2017. It's not like, uh, you know, this was something where, uh, they, they were, they were financed, you know, a, a year ago or two years ago. We're talking about, uh, you know, way before COVID, uh, and what these buildings were going for. And now, uh, the losses somewhere around really, you know, let's say two thirds, uh, to, to three fourths of total investment is, is being wiped out. So it's going to be, uh, an interesting thing that's happening today, though. What are we going to focus on today? Well, two things. One, banks are starting to close people's accounts without warning and going what they call a review process where you won't have access to your money for 20 days or more. And then how many, how many uh, of the security reports are the banks filing? So I'll give you a number. Uh, so again, any time uh, you break a pattern at your bank and the teller kind of hits you with a question that you would like to say it's none of your business, right? Hey, what's this for? Right? That's that's usually a typical one. Uh, then, then just kind of in the back of your mind going, okay, yeah, well, they're, they're not asking to be nosy, right? They're little computer screens sending up a flag. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. I'll give you how many. Uh, and, and then the latest now, uh, the banks, and this is what I said, you don't own the money when it's in the bank. You don't. The bank owns it. And this will be another example of that. And then we're going to talk uh, silver. Uh, one of our great listeners sent me this email, and, and it recaps where all, I don't know about all, but a lot of the major silver players. Where is the price of silver going, Jason, right? That's the million-dollar question. Where is it going? I'm going to give you, like, big banks, right? You know, the the, the, the B of A's, uh, J.P. Morgan, all the way to some silver hedge funds. Uh, we're going to kind of tell you, it, you know what shouldn't be surprising? It's all over the board, Jason. Yeah, I, I think uh, this this economic downturn that we're headed straight into is a way to bleed the, the lower class dry as, as much as they can. And, and the price of silver won't significantly really go up until they've, they've done as much damage as possible. You know, that's, that's how I see it. So it's, it's going up. It's going up big. Uh, global monetary reset, it could go, it could go tw- $20 gold pieces to 35 We said it the other week, uh, 2000 gold to 3500 gold. Silver could be $200, right? Right. Well, we're going to give... We're going to weigh in on everybody else's opinion when we get back. Quick look here at the markets today. Uh, the bubble up continues. The Dow up 190. Of course, this is all on hopes that this is either the last rate hike or there may do one other. That 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 is the hope of Wall Street. The S&P is up 22. The NASDAQ. Up 48 points. Uh, gold's pretty flat. Gold and silver pretty flat 
not a lot of action happening on either of those markets. Crude oil, I'll just point this out, crude oil. I don't know what's going on in crude oil, uh, but it, it's this picture of inflation easing getting a little harder here. Crude oil's up another uh, dollar and a half here, almost $79 a barrel. Brent crude uh, approaching $83, but I'm looking at gasoline. Wholesale unleaded gasoline today, uh, $2.90 $2 on the wholesale side. Uh, so that, you know, normally you're adding at least a dollar a gallon, uh, if not in some states, depending on taxes, significantly more than that. So my guess is gasoline prices, which have been falling, are going to start rising again. Uh, but in lieu of what I teased earlier, money in the bank, how safe is it? How many reports are the banks generating? And when I talk about uh, reports, they're, uh, we'll call them SARS, but not the SARS you think of. I'm not talking about the the virus SARS, no. This is the secure or suspicious activity reports. Suspicious activity reports generated by banks and the banks now repeatedly very quietly you don't hear about it you're going to hear about it today freezing people's accounts seemingly out of nowhere maybe you don't want to have all that money in the bank well what do you do how do you get uh, a fixed rate of return maybe you don't, I don't want to play Wall Street right now I think it's overvalued I don't trust Jay Powell I don't trust the dollar Check in to our friends at Y-Refi. Up to 10.25% fixed. It's fixed. A fixed rate of return. You can turn your income on. You can turn it off. You can do whatever you want. And you know what it's going to look like each and every month. It doesn't care about Wall Street. doesn't care about rate hikes. doesn't care about presidential elections. Invest. Y-Refi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y, R-E-F-Y dot com, or just call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Now, what is going on with these banks? Is it kind of interesting that all of a sudden banks are having deposit problems? And contrary to popular belief, Big banks are having deposit problems, too. And I guess the one thing is Americans, we're waking up slowly. Too slowly, but at least we're waking up. But according to CBS Los Angeles, which is it's kind of shocking that uh, 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 a TV station in California would be the one busting this thing open, U.S. banks are increasingly closing customer accounts and freezing withdrawals without warning. And a growing number of people is now saying that they are abruptly losing access to both their checking and savings account, according to CBS Los Angeles. The report cites sudden closures that people are getting 
when they receive an anonymous alerts or uh, sorry ominous alerts when logging in to their bank accounts. This one particular man, he was at Bank of America. He got one of these alerts. He drove to his branch where he was informed that his account had been shut down and access to his life savings was denied. Bank of America told me they shut my account down. They refused to give me an explanation. They told me I would get my money after it was resolved. All of a sudden, the guy says, I'm broke. I can't feed my family. I can't pay any of my expenses. They said that banks typically, uh, typically shut down accounts over concerns of what they call specific, uh, suspicious behavior. So, Jason, the banks, right, and we know this, going back to the financial crisis, uh, one of the great things, remember Dodd-Frank and Too Big to Fail? That was supposed to say, fix everything. Of course, I told you then, that was a bunch of crap. Right? Because what was the problem? Well, the banks were too big. Systemic risk. Okay, well, how do you fix that? You put back the rules that used to be in place. See, they had rules. They had rules all the way up to the, to the late 1990s that said, hey, banks, you can only be so big. Because they knew, hey, if you get too big, you can take the whole system down. One rogue bank could ruin everything. Did that, is that what Dodd-Frank did? Did Dodd-Frank go back to that? No. Matter of fact, what did they do? They did the opposite. Made them even bigger. Of course, I told you then. What they did do is shift the end game to the depositors and away from the banks. Right? The, remember, no more bailouts, only bail-ins. And, of course, what happened soon after, Jason? All of a sudden, these suspicious activity reports started popping up at all these banks, right? All these banks, uh, no more third-party checks. Remember third-party checks paid to the order? Uh, hey, wait, hey, it's my grandson's birthday. I'm going to put $100 in his account. No, you're not. Right? Right, Jason? All these rules started changing uh, for the consumer, didn't they? Yeah, they're very, they want to know exactly uh, where the money is at all times. This is why their own cash has become a problem. They have their, their Ponzi schemes too big and bloated that their own money outside their system being held as savings messes them up. So, so yeah, so the rules have been changing to know where all these dollars are at all times, which is why we're going to have a digital currency, because then they can know where all the dollars are at all times. So, yeah, they, they, they don't want you doing weird stuff, paying for this or not knowing why the money's going there. They want to know all, not just where it is and what it's doing, but why it's doing. Right, Joe? Yeah, so, so get this. According to the Banking Policy Institute, now I don't know about this group, but let's just take it at face value. With the emergence of Dodd-Frank, the explosion 
of suspicious activity reports. They noted by 2014, so what was that? Three, four, what, four, five years after Dodd-Frank, something like that. The number totaled 830,000. By 2021, the number jumped to 1.4 million. Unfortunately, uh, they say the problem's only getting worse, but Jason, they don't have any records, any more records. They, the banks haven't released it. I mean, we, we know they're doing millions of these things, right? They're doing millions of them. But I want to give you some detail about how the, the worthlessness of all of this. According to the reports, these the reports submitted, only 4% of the suspicious activity uh, reports submitted by the banks go to law enforcement, resulting in any type of fault. Now, what are they talking about, law enforcement? IRS, right, typically. Right now, it may, it may go FBI, Right, but th- this is what we're talking about. Where sometimes, rarely, maybe you're talking about the local police department, but this is this is bigger than that. But it's the next part. So you're doing millions of these, where four percent they say need further investigation. After this further investigation, and again, this is the Banking Policy Institute. Only a small fraction result in anybody being arrested or anybody being convicted of a crime. In other words, you know, 99.95% of them, uh, there's nothing really suspicious about it at all. And yet, Jason, uh, it's, it's doubling and tripling every couple of years, all of these reports. And now, all of a sudden... People's accounts are being locked up and, and, and people are being denied access to their money, which in most of the time, according to the actual results, nobody did anything wrong. Yeah, I think this will happen more and more, actually, Joe. I mean, uh, I mean, personally, I was uh, trying to just buy on the Internet a product, right? And I was told it was a suspicious vendor, and they sh- they shut everything down on me. They didn't shut my account down, but isn't that going to be the future, right, Joe? That the you know the ESG scores and all this other stuff. That if you just simply go to make a digital purchase with their digital currency, then they just freeze you up because well, this is very suspicious looking. We're going to have to wait to see what is what's going on here before you can spend your money again. Yeah. So this is guilty not a surprise. before I think this become, proven innocent, yeah. right? Yep. Guilty before proven, but this yep. is worse. Most people. Have one bank account, right? Hey, this is where my money is. This is my where my checking account is. This is where my savings account is. If you lock that account, right? Like the guy said, I'm broke. Right? I, I can't pay my bills. Right? I, I can't feed my family. According to the report, 19 states' attorney generals have accused J.P. Morgan of persistently discriminating against its own clients and closing bank accounts without warning 
based on all kinds of different criteria from religious to political bias to, well, we just don't like the suspicious activity report, whether they've done anything illegal or not. Think about Bank of America. They told this guy 20 days. Let me ask you, how many people out there can go 20 days with no access to money? Right, another great reason to have some gold and silver put away, right? Right? At least you can come to, to Patriot and, and, and sell a $20 gold piece and get some cash, at least now. I mean, wait till it goes digital. Right? Then what are you going to do? Right? I got no access to money. Well, you know, if there's no cash to give, right, you better have something to border with. It's another one of those situations where you just, how do you deal with this massive bank, the guy whose money got locked up, this massive power that that they have, and you have no control over it. I was shocked to find out that this is actually relatively common. And Jason, I'm going to tell you right now, most people today, they don't want to believe what we just told them. They don't want to believe that this can happen. You know what's funny is when we get back, I'm going to tell you why this guy's account got frozen and then what happened in the aftermath. Stay with us. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Monday. Talking about this trend now across the United States where the mega banks predominantly have been shutting people's accounts down without warning, uh, launching suspicious activity reports in the millions. Uh, even though, according to the own data, the amount of these activity reports, it actually says, oh, wait, somebody, you know what, you're right, hey, good job. Somebody is doing something nefarious. Is almost non-existent. It's minute. Minute. But yet here we are. In this particular case in Los Angeles, what do you do? What would you do? The guy's freaked out. Can't, doesn't have any money. Can't put gas in the car. Can't do anything. They locked him all up. He goes to the news media. You know, you know the one. Yeah, every every I think every station, every city, you know, like three on your side, right? They're going to go in there. So the TV crews show up at the bank. Now remember, the bank wouldn't even tell the guy. Why? His account had been suspended. Now, as soon as the news media shows up, the bank changes its tune. Not surprisingly. You know what they said? Well, it's not us. They said his account got frozen because the FBI was involved. And then come to find out, guess what? The guy tells the bank... I'm the one who went to the FBI 
because a person had submitted a report. Uh, I'm sorry, he had he had submitted a report to the FBI about a scammer that had tried to impersonate him online. He's like, so the report was actually filed by me. And now your response to me trying to protect myself is you locking up my account. Here's what happened, Jason. Guess what? The bank threw him out. Said, okay, well, you know what? Uh, you're going to wire your money out. of You need to open a new account. You are no longer uh, banking with us. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's a tough situation to be in, Joe. Really, I mean, uh, what do you, what I guess what else should you do, right? What else can you do? What what what, what to do thing. in that situation, right? They are producing millions of these suspicious activity reports. Millions of them. See, and and now they're it just you know how you can trigger. Go ask your bank for five thousand dollars in cash. Unless that's something you do regularly. Suspicious activity report. Go put a bunch of cash in your bank account. Suspicious activity report. Unless you're in a business, hey, I run a little retail place and I, I put cash in. Otherwise, hey, no, wait, no, my, my checks get di direct deposited. Right? You're one of those people. All of a sudden, who knows? Maybe you sold a car. I sold my car. Uh, the guy gave me $8,000 in cash. I'm putting it in the bank. Suspicious activity report. Who knows what will lead to these, but just know the practice of these mega banks locking people out now, Jason. It, it, it's, it's not a, a once-in-a-while thing. According to CBS Los Angeles, as they dug into this, they found out Banks, big banks are doing this to everybody all over the country. Well, it's and it's going to be, I'm sure, a, uh, a more frequently exercised situation as time goes on. This, uh, I, I fully believe they're going to make uh, moving your money around much more difficult the closer we get to the digital currency because the digital currency will then obviously be the big hero that, that saves you from all of this nonsense, right, Joe? That's... That's, they got to make it look like a hero in, in more ways than one, and that's this is going to be one of the things. Well, you can just put your money over here. You don't have to deal with any of that. Put it over here, Joe. That's so. I think you'll you'll be we'll be having a lot more stories like this as as, as the months roll on. Yeah, and and again, uh, I'll be interested. I'll try to find uh, more current data as it comes out on these suspicious activities reports. Uh, but but it's in the millions. I'm I wouldn't be shocked. Probably be tens of millions here soon enough. Uh, and again, this will be another one of the reasons why we need to go digital. Well, gosh, look, we just got too much of this stuff, guys. You know, you guys are doing crazy stuff like putting cash in the bank. You're doing crazy stuff like taking cash out of the bank. We can't have that. Right? We, we can't have that. that. That's, that's just too crazy. Look at it. Look at it. Look at all the paperwork we've got to do. Look at all the expense it is to the, to the bank. You know, gosh. We, we, we fill out 10 million of these things every year. It, it, you know, we can't have that. That's what it'll be. It'll be used, right? And again, I just told you, 99.999, you know, was that a Herman Cain thing? Uh, the 9990, right? But most of these, most of these are ridiculous. 
Right? They, not, almost none of them actually lead to, oh, wait, you did do something wrong. Like this guy, he didn't do anything wrong. He was just trying to protect himself. Yep, this this is something I think we're going to see a lot more of, Joe, for sure. This is, uh, I think it'll be more than this. I think they'll, they'll cook up more ideas to make things even worse for us. You know, Confiscation is the next thing, right, Joey? Freeze it and then right. take it, right? Freeze That'll it be one of the next it. things. Well, wait a minute. we we got to charge you for looking into your uh, situation. Today we're going to help you diversify some of that money. The last of the Silver Eagles. we still got some Silver Eagle rolls at $675. Again, I checked again today. I can't believe how much less we are than everybody else. $675 on Silver Eagle rolls. But on the gold side, now this one, this is a huge special in my opinion. The $5 Liberty. These are the old, remember back when our currency was backed by gold, 1866 to 1907, the quarter ounce $5 Liberty. They're regularly $585 right now, which is a pretty good deal, a pretty good price. Today, one through nine at $560. That's $25 off. Listen, ten or more, ten or more, $550 for four, or I'm sorry, yeah, for, for ten. $5 liberties, $550 if you buy 10 or more since they $45 a coin today at 800-951-0592. When we get back, where do all the experts say silver is going to be in the next 5 to 10 years? We'll do that next. Have that gold and silver put away. You never know when your bank account's going to get closed. Sorry, suspicious activity report. We'll, uh, we'll let you know in three weeks. Uh, have something you can at least barter with. Trade with your neighbors. Hey, can you help me out? Can you go uh, buy my groceries for me? And, and here's a couple of $5 Liberty gold coins uh, for you to do it with, right? Uh, things of that nature, rolls of silver, eagles, whatever it may be. Again, U.S. $5 Liberties. Uh, these are the older ones, 1866 to 1907. Big savings today, 1 through 9 at 560. 10 or more at 550. Rolls of Silver Eagles today, $675 at 800-951-0592. So where's silver going? Right? And everybody is all over the map. Right? You've got, you've got places that are saying $20. Heck, you've got people saying $500. And everything in between. Well, here's a a comprehensive list of where people think gold is heading uh, in the next, some of it's near term, but the next five years. Bank of America. Well, they say $25 in 2023. Well, okay, that's already here, right? Not, not... Not really earth-shattering. And then some mumbo-jumbo about great 
great demand, industrial demand, uh, jewelry demand, uh, and uh, that the price, you know, could go higher later, but they don't want to, you know, we're, we're, we're just saying 25. Uh, Sprott money. That's one you guys have heard of. Uh, they got a $38 price tag on silver. Wheaton precious metals. This one's a weird one. 20 to $30. 20 to, to, to $30 is, is their number. Uh, DeCarly Trading, they're heavy silver traders. $36. How about Reuters? Reuters polled 38 analysts. Now, I don't know who the analysts are. They didn't say. $23. And this was just a short-term uh, one from there. Uh, the London bullion market. Pretty pretty uh, knowledgeable place. $28.30. And I want to say that's by... 2025. Gold and silver pros, 40 to 50 dollars. Smart money tracker, 30 to 50 dollars. Matterhorn asset management, 50 dollars. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki, 35 dollars. In 2023, got some work to do for that. $75 in 2024, and he says, hey, it could be $500 longer term. Wells Fargo, if you want to believe these guys, $48 in the next five years. They said could be could be bigger than that, right? But $48 in the next five years. So let's see, silver's uh, about half that. So silver's going to double in the next five years, according to Wells Fargo. That'd be what, like 20% plus return a year? Keith Newmeyer, $125 in the current cycle. And, and his cycle period... The next five to ten years. Silver stock investor, $300 in the next five to ten years. Elliott Wave, all you Elliott Wave people out there, $50 in the next, or in the current, I'm sorry, not the next cycle, in the current cycle. Precious Metals Commodity Management, $50 in the next few years. Momentum Structural Analysis. So these guys, they, these are momentum traders. Right? They got all these charts and, you know, they're trying to read these charts. $200 in the current year. I'm sorry, current cycle. Current cycle, not current year, current cycle. Rob McEwen, a lot of you guys follow Rob. He's a, a, a big mining guy. $250 by 2027. David Morgan, another guy. A lot of you guys follow David Morgan. 
$50 in the short term. Bank of America, like I said, $25 and saying that uh, that uh, silver remains elevated, solid industrial demand from silver for solar and automobile sectors says it's likely to steadily increase through 2026. So they're saying, well, the price, 25 now, and look for increasing all the way through 2026. Commerce Bank, $25 by the end of 2023. Like I said, we've already done it. Record industrial demand, they cite, along with coins and bars and jewelry. The, pot, the price is going to benefit when the Fed stops raising rates and potentially starts cutting rates and demand increasing even further. So again, kind of like Bank of America, $25 and then a lot higher. We'll be back with the other. But before we get back, 800 951 Get your $5 gold liberties and your silver eagles put away. 800-951-0592. How about Germany's largest and oldest precious metals company? It says silver is going to be $30 by the end of this year and then go substantially higher. Sprott, who we talked about earlier, they got a $38 target, Jason, at the end of this year. I mean, that, that, that's pretty aggressive here, but it, it is. There's a growing number of, of people in the silver markets that are saying soon. Now, I don't know if it's going to happen before the year ends or not, but soon you're going to see this big jump in silver prices, uh, whether it's $30, $35. You know, Robert Key was like $30, right? Uh, Germany's oldest company. They, they say 35 Sprott saying $38 uh, by the end of the year. I mean, Wells Fargo says silver is going to be $48 in five years. Investing Haven says $34.70 by the end of this year, $48 shortly after. Uh, Keith Newmeyer, he's another one. Of, he's a CEO of, uh, of First Majestic Silver, so he's a... Pretty knowledgeable guy. Says thirty dollars in twenty twenty-three, a hundred and twenty-five dollars before this cycle ends. Uh DeCarly Trading, they're they're a, a, a brokerage. They're a brokerage, they trade in silver. Uh they say thirty to thirty-six dollars uh in, in the short term because they say it's uh, got to catch up to gold. Now here's one on the other side. Canadian Imperial Bank, $23.50. That's not very high. But they didn't go, but they also go on to say, by the way, uh, longer term, we think both gold and silver will continue to rise in price. Uh, silver stock investors, $300 in the next five to ten years. Uh, the Silver Institute, these guys are, uh, I think they're clowns, but okay. Uh, but I'll give it to you. $23, Jason, at the end of this year, uh, according to them. Uh, they, they say that uh, 
they've got a fair, fairly cautious outlook. So uh, you can see a, a lot of outlooks, almost all of them say it's going to be higher, and a lot of them say significantly higher, Jason. I read a thing several months ago that uh, the guy is big on silver. I think he did. He did uh, this, it was a retailer of special, specialty silver coins. But he made a case that uh, silver will get up between 75 to $110. The selling will be so outrageously out of control, but it will continue to sell, 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 sell. And then when it breaks out of that cycle, silver could be more expensive than gold. And he made a really strong case for it that, you know, the shortage and the industrial demand – uh, the the buying of it out of the markets, getting it out of the markets completely, and then it, it would like loosen up the price beyond that 110, and he was saying thousand dollars and more and they, within this decade, basically, Joe. So I, it's supply and demand, really. I mean, if if silver becomes that important to to industrial demand, and and we go through an economic change, everything could be reset. I, I never thought I'd see rhodium go to twenty five thousand dollars like like it did, but it did. You know, different situation, but still, things can happen, right, Joe? Absolutely. 800-951-0592. Two great items today. The $5 Liberty, one through nine, $560. Ten or more, $550. Silver Eagle Roll, $675. 800 951 